are driving on the interstate. Look to your left. Wait. In that car next to you, are they recording a podcast? Welcome to Interstate of Mind. Hola! Como estas? Uh, si. Manana es muy bien. So how's it going, guys? Welcome to Interstate of Mind, the only podcast that I know of that's on the interstate, and we're in the black and paying back thanks to our new sponsor, Downstream Casino and Resort. Guys, tell us about Downstream. I've never been. Uh, there are slops and craps. Is that a game? Craps? Crops? Craps. Crop, crops are uh, something a, you, you like corn crop, or it's beans. A, it's a farm simulator where you can actually win money for playing. And that leads us to our next sponsor, Farm Simulator. Farm Simulator, a great game to play if you want to simulate farming. Not do actual farming, but simulate farming. Here's a... You darn city slickers. Here's a testimony. Go get from, a tractor. Here's a testimony from one of our one of our uh, one of our satisfied customers. I quit my job because I heard there was a new job called Farm Simulator, and what I did was see I quit my job, and then I thought I was going to make money on Farm Simulator, but then what happened was when I was waiting for my check to come in, I realized. The Farm Simulator, in fact, was just a game. Thanks, Farm Simulator. That's right. Farm Simulator, available on all P- PCs, Xbox One, and everywhere you get games. Farm Simulator. Uh, welcome to Interstate of Mind. Uh, we are here today to talk to you about a very important, important disease. It's called Sorensen's disease. Paul, tell us about Sorensen's disease. Sorensen's disease is a very debilitating condition. Oh. It apparently causes blindness. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say probably deafness because it doesn't seem like he's hearing any of the communication uh, that's been sent his way. Uh, and um, it's just mentally debilitating. Now, who is it named after? It's named after... Annika Sorenston from no, no, Golf no. LPGA. It's actually named after Kansas City defensive back oh. Daniel Sorensen uh, because he, frankly, is blind, deaf, and dumb. Jeez. And uh, needs, apparently, to be touched by Jesus in order to be healed. Scott, what... Have they, have they done any research? Have we got Fauci on this disease yet? Because I think Fauci would be ideal to help us stop Sorensen's disease. Have they been working on a cure? Tell us about what you found out on your research. Well, what I found out in our research is is that uh, as I've dug into this more and more, I have found out that uh, Fauci actually asked Sorensen to remove his mask because it was covering both his eyes and ears. Oh, okay. So, so, um, so you think it'll be better this week for him, or is he just gone? Well, I think it'll be better this week because we're playing football team, and football team is not the greatest football team in the world. Oh, so. really? I happen to disagree with Scott and think it will still be just as bad because Sorensen has Sorensen's disease. Like he can't he can't get out of it because it's infested his whole body. Yeah, I mean it's it's pretty terrible. 
one of the one of the uh, side effects of Sorensen's disease is Matthewism, where you just raise your hands in the air repeatedly. Just look at your hands. You just, as in, like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> you do it three out of the five games you played for the season. You just throw your hands in the air, like, what in the world is this guy doing? And then you realize he's trying to play football, blind, deaf, and dumb. Now you, you, you guys hit a hit run on the head here with Sorensen. Um, uh, what else is going on? The the Chiefs' defense is not great. Uh, we know that the offense, uh, they have found what has happened now is the other teams have found the cheat codes to the game and have started hitting uh, up, up, down, down, side, left, right, left, A, B, A, B. And they cannot get a playoff anymore. They can't They can't get, if it were Tecmo Bowl, they can't get the Mark Bavaro tight button hook to just throw it in there every time. They can't get the Bo Jackson running around in a circle every time. The codes will not allow it now. So... Uh, what will fix the Chiefs, uh, Scott? Well, in my professional opinion, uh, I think what will fix the Chiefs is that uh, if the offense can do what the offense does, sure, okay, and the defense can quit allowing the other team to score in four plays. Uh, very, very good. Now, is that something you found in a John Gurdon email recently? Is that Maybe uh, I deleted all of those. You deleted. Okay, good. That's great. Uh, what a kooky deal. You think he had hotmail? Like he had hotmail. He forgot his password. What was like he? Had, he had rocket ago. mail. Is that what it was? It was rocket mail. Oh jeez. Rocket mail. Yeah. And they just. Well, you've got mail. Rocket yeah. mail just posts every email online. Sad. God. Uh, all right. Let's go to a brighter subject. Uh, let's go to uh, the subject of the Ravens. Uh, looking like uh, the Chiefs looked last year and the year before, where they just like will things that happen at the end of a game. Yeah, they just wake yeah. up. Um, Jackson is unbelievable. Like last night, he phenomenal. was phenomenal. Phenomenal. Five hundred yards of offense. He just is unbelievable. 80, That's all I got 80, for you. Eighty fantasy points. Scott, yeah, I, you would know. You Scott, lost. Is that right in your league? Oh yeah, I looked at the. Uh, I looked at my fantasy matchup was uh, confident about the middle of third quarter when he had about 30. I needed him not to get 45. So I thought, ah, 30, it'll, get, it'll be close, but I should pull this one out. Checked it again after about an hour, 78 points. Yeah. I'm like, well, we'll just mark that one down as an L, and we'll just move on. The Demon Llamas lost uh, to looking for something in red. So, so honestly, um, the Demon Llamas lose a lot, so it's not, yeah, that, it's okay. it's not that bad for me. All right, well, um, moving on. Um, what else is going on with you guys? Uh, I've got a few topics we can talk about, but what have you guys got going on? Let's t- talk about this. We're, we're coming off a great weekend, other than, well, other than some losses. Um, but what else is going on? What's something something topical? Uh, I, I've got several. You guys tell me. Go ahead. I'll, I'll, hang, be, I'll hang up and listen. I would be remiss if we did not mention uh, the fine uh, season our St. Louis Cardinals had. Uh, did lose last week in the wild card game, but uh, our Cardinals fought to the very end, and uh, just kudos to them yes. and uh, us. To kudos them and to us. us. Yes, kudos power. to us. Sorry, pronoun troubles. Pronouns, uh, pal. Um, yes, kudos to them for for finishing well, and I'm just sorry that uh, they had to lose. Well, segment brought to you by our newest sponsor, oh pronouns, pal. I'm so worried. 
It's a new phone app that you can download from the App Store called Pronouns Pal. Pal if you're confused Pal. on what pronoun to use when, oh. all you have to do is hit the button for Pronouns Pal, <laughs> and it will throw one out there for you that should be mostly correct. Uh, and if not, Who someone cares? will no, someone oh, will correct you. Yes. Yikes. Thanks, Pronouns Pal. Now, what, what alternate timeline is this? Um, guys, if you were to pull in, we're passing past Hood's Truck Stop right now. If we were to roll into Hood's Truck Stop for some breakfast, what would you order? What what sounds good to you right now? And go. Uh, I am a huge fan of a skillet. Mm. You know, get some hash browns, some sort of meat action. Oh. A biscuit or two. My God. Some cheese and then smother it in gravy. Oh, go ahead, Scott. Uh, I, I, I rank every... Uh, truck stop restaurant like that on their biscuits and gravy. That makes sense. So I gotta try that. If it's if, <laughs> they, it's, if it's canned biscuits, no go. Well, Make I, it from scratch, people. I, I will, what I love about a biscuit is when they uh, bring it to you, and, and the form I see it in now is in styrofoam, and it's in styrofoam, and it's a biscuit, but I think it's probably just the top of the biscuit, and they've peeled it apart, and they've lumped it all together for you already and then put the gravy on it to save money on biscuits. I love it when people do that. Um, anyway, that's yeah. my current uh, situation. Hash browns, a good hash brown when it's done right, when it's not so crispy it's burnt, but when it's not so um, non, non-crispy that it's like spaghetti or something. Does that make sense? Yeah. So like, I feel like that's kind of the, the jumping off point. If we were pulling there right now, I would go for some hash browns, some coffee, uh, we'd sit around, we play digital poker or whatever it is in there, and uh, that would be a great that'd be a great time. It'd be a great, great, great time. What are some recommendations you guys have for uh, listeners? They, they could be watching, maybe on Netflix, maybe on um, uh, I don't know Pluto TV. I don't know, make up something. Well, if there's a recommendation I could give listeners currently, it would be to not watch the Chiefs. On Sundays or Mondays or whenever the heck they play, because it's infuriating. Is it because of the the uh, the uh, just overall you, you the experience, the time you wasted away from family or yelling at a television that you could just be playing in the backyard playing catch or something or what, I mean, what's yeah. the deal? Yeah, listen, it's really frustrating. Uh, been a fan my whole life to watch a team not be able to play any defense or ever run a football. Because their first round running back that they drafted a couple years ago is the size of a Mighty Mike. Oh. He could still currently run the football in Mighty Mites. If would, he were Darren Sproles, he would Sproul, not have an X on the back of his If he were helmet. Darren Sproles, he'd be so excited. And he's taller than Darren Sproles. That's Sproul, the problem. He's not Darren Sproles. He's also about, I don't know, two and a half seconds slower he than is, Darren Sproles. He is definitely slower than Darren Sproles. So uh, that is very, 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 very time. true. Um, I love uh, a good topic like the following. Here's my topic for today. Um, why is it, and this is a real, maybe this will be too in-depth, uh, but why is it when Christian culture tries to do something uh, that's topical, they automatically rip off the mainstream? And I have thoughts on this, but why is it, guys? You guys are both people that have been in ministry, currently in ministry, around ministry, uh, why is it when Christian culture tries to do something uh, cool, hippa hippa, ducka ducka ducka, 
cool kids, why does it become Kirk Cameron involved? Um, you know what I'm saying? Go. Talk. Tell me something, guys. Well, I guess my thoughts on this would be that you want to look and sound like everything else, and so you try to do that, but you don't have the same resources and or skill okay. and or um, line pushing, if I can say that, okay. to do it as effectively. Mm-hmm. So it comes off hokey and cheesy and uh, and frankly sometimes not good. Now the people that, that do push the lines, that do do that sort of thing, um, they're the ones who get pushed out because they're like, well, you're too close to what this is supposed to look like. Yeah, so that makes sense. Mind. Paul? Um, I think a major problem in modern Christianity is the desire and the drive to feel relevant. They want to be relevant. Not realizing that our message as Christians of hope and love and forgiveness that can only come through Christ is relevant. And so we try to tie it to all these things that are relevant in order to get that message across when the message alone will do the job. And it comes off really unauthentic because it's not organic. It's forced. And, you know, like Scott said, it ends up being not as high a quality of product and so you end up with uh, Christian rappers back in the day like T-Bone being compared to Snoop Dogg <laughs> when it's uh, the furthest thing uh, from. I saw a chart I saw a chart and I can't remember what magazine it was in. I don't think it was in the Lifeway Quarterly yeah. we had a church but um, it may have been in Relevant Magazine, which is hilarious that you say the word relevant and then it's in Relevant Magazine. But I don't know that they would do that because, like, Relevant, when it first came out, like, the first, I remember the first uh, copy of Relevant Magazine had Moby on the cover. So then they're, like, going, look, he said he was a Christian that one time, so he must be a Christian, right? Moby. Let him talk for a while. Oh, really? Mother Earth. What? Why is he talking about this? Yikes. Anyway. But I saw this chart, and it was a breakdown of musical acts. And if you like this person, you'll like this. That used to be what I like to call the CPO special. Yeah. Anytime you'd go to the yes. music section, yes. they would have a new chart. Yeah. Nirvana will try Bleach, which is hilarious. That, yeah. that is the, the group. And then Skillet, when they first started, Skillet changed their sound because they've been around for a thousand years. So, like... Their sound became what it is now, which is like Seether Christian. But except Skillet actually has a, a good following and could play, and Dad does play on like mainstream, like. Coming to NBC this fall is an idea so cutting edge, only the fine network that brought you Alf in 1986 could come up with it. You love crime dramas, you love medical dramas, and you love singing competitions. Now you're going to love Dr. Detective Diva. That's right, coming to NBC this fall. It's a singing competition with a twist. 
all the contestants are female detectives and the judges are medical doctors. No singer has ever been more scrutinized than when they're evaluated by a certified brain surgeon from the United Kingdom named Edmund Baumgartner Buckingham III. Your vocal diagnosis, negative. Coming to NBC this fall, it's Dr. Detective Diva. The mystery has been solved. You need a prescription of competitive vocal fun. Dr. Detective Diva, only on NBC. All right, uh, welcome back. Uh, thank you for that sponsor. Uh, what we are talking about before the break were, uh, let's give a good example of a good, let's, it doesn't have to be movies. It could be a good Christian something that has been created that, and it doesn't have to be necessarily liked in the mainstream, but something that crosses over well, uh, that is not, doesn't seem forced, that doesn't seem like we're just trying to model it um, for you know the masses, or or trying to trying to, to tiptoe around topics. What's something good that's been created? And if any of you say the Left Behind movies with Kirk Cameron, I'm going to explode. Well, there goes mine. Sheesh. Uh, have you ever heard of the rock band ACDC? <laughs> I about spit my water out there. Well, there's a Christian rock band called Jesus Loves Me. Whatever. Uh, You're lying. <laughs> yeah, I'm lying. They're not real at all. Uh, I think for me, if you're going to have to pick something that had at least some Christian undertones, like obviously they're Christian books, but I don't really know that they were presented that way when they were made into movies, but I would go with the Chronicles of Narnia. Like, like those yes. couple films are done yes. pretty well and yes. are entertaining and good movies. So that that's what comes to mind for me. Scott, anything? I'm, I'm thinking and I didn't think about Chronicles because that, that is well done. Um, probably probably as far as movie goes, it's probably the standard when it comes to that. But so I'm sitting here trying to write my brain on music, and I just I can't think of anything that's been done well. Uh, I would think that now, granted, in my mind, there are some people when they would say uh, uh, that this is unbelievable, I would dare say this, but I think... That if nothing else, Lauren Daigle is a pretty good crossover. You said music, so I don't imagine with yeah. that. Now, a lot of people say she's Adele uh, Jr., which she kind of is, sound-wise. I'm sorry. I always crack up when people are like, like basically they're like, you know, she's the uh, Ice Ice Baby to the Under Pressure intro. No, it's not that. It's... It's, it's different. Right. Um, maybe that. Um, I, you know, you said that about Narnia, and I, that actually brings up another thought. You know, back in the day, I don't, I don't know that they said, and I'm sure there's some review from back in the day where they said, you know, C.S. Lewis, uh, oh, he's a Christian author, and uh, we, we're going to lambast him. I think he's saying he was treated like an author, right? Yeah, for and, the most part. And Tolkien was just treated like an author. Yeah, I was so at some point, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, as Christian undertones, Tolkien himself actually said that it uh, was a fundamentally religious work. So, wasn't religious he, and Catholic it wasn't work. It him that was the atheist before? Or was it C.S. Lewis? Because they're friends. But I can't. One of the two was not a believer. You know, I, and then that that relationship built out. Uh, 
that. Does that make sense? Anybody? Yeah, that, that, that's, we'll fact check that. I can't remember which ones which, but that story is true. I, um, I, think I would say Tebow. I would say Tebow as a crossover has actually not been bad. I think he's polarizing, but I think that everyone knows who he is. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like the, and I use the Left Behind movies as a bad example. Um, but, you know, Kirk Cameron seems so horrible at times uh, that you're just like, man, this is bad. And he's so forced on some of his things. But at least Tebow can sell a billion books and all the things. What look a, like a million bucks. And look great doing it. What do you guys think about, uh, what do you guys think about the, uh, oh, like facing the Giants guys? I mean, is that the, is that the, the highest you can go being overtly Christian in movies and still get some, at least some traction? I admire God's their, Not Dead was a big one. That's not them. Yeah, but. that's not them. I admire the way they, they make movies because they try to do their, I mean, they try to put it up to top cinematic qualities. They do their best. Like, I mean, the content's okay. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it is what it is, but I, I applaud the try. Yeah, I think those movies are really good lifetime movies. That would, that would actually be I think be that's accurate. kind of what yes. they equate to. Yes. And they have a really, you know, heavy Christian following, so there's support there. Uh, Passion of the Christ, we're forgetting about that. Oh, But yeah. that was one that was, uh, Obviously, major carryover and this really might, highly, this highly might, done movie. Made me laugh though at the time, and I'm not saying it made me laugh because of the what the person said, but there are people that were like critical of that movie, and they're like, "Well, it makes the Jews out to be the bad guys." <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. Uh, okay. and, and, and I'm like, well, I mean, it's not really what it was, but I mean, I'm just saying, uh, I. I did you not know the content before you reviewed this? Like, had you not... You have zero knowledge of the world at the time? It's kind of like walking out of the movie Titanic going, Oh my gosh, I can't believe the boat sank. I know. They're like, well, <laughs> Grandma should have knocked let that diamond go to the bottom of the ocean. Sorry, spoiler alert if you haven't seen the movie. There was room on that door for Leo. Oh my gosh. Oh, yes. Are you kidding me? When do I get crap? Scoot over, Kate Winslet. I'm dying. Sorry. Sorry, we can't. I'm not very comfortable in the water. Sorry, this door is only big enough for me. Oh, well. His frozen dead corpse floated to the bottom pretty quickly. Uh, I guess we'll end on that one. Um, guys, um, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Um, any last words before we send this one off into that great blue sea that Jack died in? Gracias. Tu tienes el gato es muy muy gordo. Thank you, Rosetta Stone. I also like to thank Black Rain Ordinance. Black Rain Ordinance for all your gun needs on the interstate. Where's that at? Neosho? It's uh, Neosho. Yep, right off the county. I didn't know. All right, well, guys, for all your AR 15s, I guess go to Black Rain Ordinance. They got you covered. Uh, It ain't paintball, son. It's real. See you guys. Adios, muchachos. Adios, muchachos. Still here. Ha! Sabinya, Maromichi, Dome! Hinya! Ha 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 ha!
From the day we arrive on the planet <laughs> and blinking step into the sun. <laughs> There's more to be seen than could ever be seen. More to do than could ever be done. Some say eat or be eaten. Some say live and let live. Let it live, let it live. But all are agreed as they join the stampede. Watch out, Mufasa! You should never take more than you give. In the circle of life, it's a will of fortune. It's a leap of faith. It's a pen of hope. Till we find our place on this path on a Welcome to the Whole Movie Podcast. My name is Jack. 